Welcome back to Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the fly pod himself, Cody. On today's episode, I'm going to be doing a tribute to DMX, who recently just passed. I'm going to be talking about how black men, back in high school, did not date black women. And I'm going to be doing theme songs from your favorite shows that you all can remember, plus two for Tuesdays, featuring DMX. I come to you hungry and tired. You give me food, let me sleep. I come to you weak. You give me strength, and that's deep. You call me a sheep and lead me to green pastures, only asking that I keep the focus in between the chapters. You give me the word and only ask that I interpret and give me the eyes that I may recognize a serpent. You know I ain't perfect, but you'd like me to try. Unlike the devil who just wants me to lie till I die. Lord, why is it that I go through so much pain? All I saw was black. All I felt was rain. I come to you because it's you who knows. You showed me that everything was black because my eyes were closed. You gave me the light and let me bask in your glory. So it was only right that when you asked for this story, I put it together to do our dogs some good. Our dogs being brothers and sisters in the hood. Plenty of times you sent help my way, but I hid. And I remember once you held me close, but I slept. There was something that I just had to see that you wanted me to see so I could be what you wanted me to be. And I think I've seen it because I don't feel the same. Matter of fact, I know I've seen it. I can feel the change. It's strange. I was got me beating down your door. But I've never known love like this before. It's a wonderful feeling to get away from the pain. And up under the ceiling, I get away from the rain. And the strain that I feel when I'm here is gone. I know real, so I wipe away the tear, song. And I almost lost faith when you took my man, Monty, Paso, and Dre's brother Dan. And I fear that what I'm saying won't be heard until I'm gone. But it's all good, because I really didn't expect to live long. So if it takes for me to suffer, for my brother to see the light, give me pain till I die. But please, Lord, treat him right. Episode four of Access Code Podcast. Um, I guess we're starting off a little different because I did not know this is how I was going to do the show. Um, it's a little different because uh, losing DMX was just hearing that news. <sighs> Still, I mean, it's tough, and and I'm, I mean, obviously, you guys may be hearing this on Tuesday, but you know, definitely recorded this, you know, days prior. But at the same time, it's just, it's a little different, uh, cause um, I did not, I wasn't sure if I, how I was gonna do this, because um, I mean, DMX was a prominent figure, especially for hip hop and. 
and all the fans and, you know, everyone that really just loved him. And then it's like, man, like DMX is he is no longer here. And he died so young, 50 years old. We was going to expect so much from him, especially this year. You know, he had an album that was on the way. And unfortunately, you know, just like last Friday and then all of a sudden, you know, just like the news. It was one of those things where it's just like, you know, you keep, you know, hoping and praying. Days went by, you didn't hear nothing. And then the the fake news that had came out. And that just was weird because it was like, you know, you just on social media and then all of a sudden you see, a, I know one of the rappers that I follow had posted a picture and with the caption, this one hurts. And I'm like, oh man, it happened. And then, I, you know, I'm, I'm texting family. I'm like, yo, you know, DMX just had passed. And then of course, you know, we never got the official word. It sucks the fact that we got to like go to like TMZ to know if it's anything official. And I, and I hate to do that but you know but then again i'm not anticipating the death i'm just not ready to just know i'm just you never you're never ready especially for somebody that you you know you had listened to or you know even if you didn't listen to him like that i mean i grew up at a time where like you know i didn't really start listening to the late 90s rap that i really wanted to until i got to high school if I'm being honest with you, my mom did not allow a lot of explicit versions of albums to be in the house. And um, so the only time I really got to listen to it is if I was like maybe with my sister. And I know she had them DMX albums, especially for the fact that, I mean, I was eight in 98. She had to been a maybe a sophomore in, co- in college, I'm sorry, in high school at this point. And I know we listened to a lot of the Rough Rider stuff and everything. So it was just, it was a little, it was a little different. And, um, man, you know, X did li- live a full life. He he definitely brings good memories. First, first off, I want to mention, when we get to Christmas, I only want to hear Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from him. I don't care about the original or whoever else, I just want to hear that one. I don't even like Christmas carols, but it's it's exceptions to the rule. And that's going to be fun. Uh, X had an album on the way. And he was going to have Griselda on, on the song, but he was also going to have Pop Smoke. And that is going to be, a, that was a record that I can't wait to hear. Because Pop Smoke... And DMX, just to just the imagine the both of her, you know, just imagine that it's gonna be crazy. And uh, I mean, and he didn't get to make the record while but while Pop Smoke was alive, but I'm sure it's gonna be well put together if they like how they did for Pop Smoke's album. I don't know who, excuse me, I don't know who's gonna be exactly producing the project, but I can only imagine Swiss might play a big role to it. And we gotta also. Swiss really brought a good sound. You know, DMX had the lyrics, the the voice, but the production. And I know a lot of other people have also played a, a hell of a role into producing good albums and songs for, for DMX. But Swiss is the first person I think of. Um, 
that that was doing it. I know PK had did a lot of uh, stuff with DMX as well. You know, watching those documentaries, especially on like one was on VH1. I know one last year with uh, the Rough Riders one. Uh, it was great to hear those stories and, and hear the backstories and everything like that. You know, DMX robbing people and then that's how he was able to meet his first wife. Um, me being a battle rap fan, listening and I've heard different types of stories. It's like the same one, but everyone has a version of it, of him bringing his dog to the battles and the dog would ad lib. Maybe just and I I think X has said it wasn't like on purpose. It just that's how his dog is. He would rob people with his dogs. It was, it was crazy. You know, like people people would say, like, would you rather get like shot from, you know, with a bullet or would you rather get bit by a dog? I don't know. It, it's it's crazy. Oh, but let's talk about good things about, about X. Let's let's not somber too much. Let's, you know, like let's talk about good things. First and foremost, when his iconic performances. Woodstock 1999. That man was able to do that. And everyone I know has seen. I know everyone has seen the red overalls from Woodstock 99. Because you you can't miss that. That that to me was iconic. And I want to say like that red overalls is just as symbolic as Eddie Murphy's red leather suit. For delirious. That's how crazy that shit, shit was. For real. Um, and him performing that stuff and hold the crowd, man, like that opened up doors for for stuff like Coachella. You know what I'm saying? My man had two number one albums in the same year, in the year 1999. And the the second hip hop artist to do that, uh, next to Tupac. I mean, we talking classic music. Um, it's, uh, it's dark and hell is hot and flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Oh, both projects was just crazy. I love the features. I love the production. Like I mentioned, you know, from like Twist Beast and Dame Grease and PK and all them, it, you know, it's crazy. What, what these bitches want from a nigga? The second verse, everybody knows somebody that got a, one of the girl's names. Everybody knows somebody of that name. And I remember the last year, I want to say it was the DMX challenge. You know, everybody, every girl that had like a different look was just like, you know, I don't know if it was TikTok or Instagram who did it first or whatever, but that was cool. And I hope they bring that back because, I mean, we got to make a tribute now, you know, especially we post those videos. But, it, you know, and I'm not too crazy on challenges. It's only certain ones I can rock with. Some, some of them just like, God, I can't wait to the two weeks span because it gets old after two weeks. But I hope they come back. X being um, a dope actor. Now, credit. I was the one who did not like the movie Belly. I'm going to admit that to this day. But I will give flowers with flowers are due to Tommy Buns. I'll give him that. I mean, I, I no one's able to explain the plot. I would love for someone to really break down that movie to me. Because no one's ever really broke it down. I've watched it. And I know like my my brother-in-law and my sister was like, you watched it at a later time. Because I went years without watching Belly. Like, you know, my mom was not about to, you know, to, to go to the movie theaters and take me to see Belly. Unless Denzel was in it. You know, like if it was Train Day or something like that. I didn't I didn't like the movie. I didn't. Or maybe it was the colors. Maybe it was just because I thought Hank, Hank Williams. 
not that fuck that dude um hype williams i should say was the director i'm like he's good at directing move, music videos but a two-hour movie i was not really with it but you know what that's one thing but then we can also say x was great in um romeo must die i remember seeing that one that was one i did see my mom did take me to that one uh you know him and Aaliyah, that was that's great chemistry just all around and um i love the music together and i just those two together just they were awesome like both of them you know both um both of them had their careers cut short unfortunately but i mean we we celebrate them as much as we can and then also you know cradle to the grave that movie with him and jet lee exit wounds exit wounds has one of my favorite it's actually two favorite scenes from if it's a tv show or movie that i love from dmx and from Exit Wounds, it was the scene where him and Anthony Anderson go into the car dealership to try to get a new car. And um, that one salesman was being a dick to him. And then all of a sudden, when DMX had that bag full of money, and one of the guys that, that was also a salesman that threw him the keys for them to go ahead and drive it off the, the lot, he gave uh, homie the commission. And, the, and that dude that was being a dickhead was just like, fuck. That's kind of how I can only imagine how he was. Because uh, I haven't watched that movie in a while, but I think I have that somewhere. I don't know if it's on Netflix or something. I haven't watched it in a while. I need to. And then also the, my second favorite scene from DMX is in the, in the show Eve when he was the tattoo artist. When Nick that was about to get a tattoo and all he got was a line. And then he was like, man, get this bitch out of here. Like that shit was funny. Oh, man. I miss X. I really do. Uh, Slipping. One of my favorite songs from DMX. Um, I remember him playing it for a judge and he got a lesser sentence from that song. That song really, like everyone that's ever went through any type of situation loves that song. And that was just, it was well put together. I mean, I know he needed it. Shit. It's, it's, it's even better for like the, the edited version because it needed to be, you know. Um, but that song was just, it was fire, you know, and I'll probably listen to that a few times, even when they announced it or even before I was just, cause I was amazed by that. Even for me listening to that song, I remember I tried CrossFit for the first time last year and probably be the last time I ever tried CrossFit, but we ain't talking about that right now, but I'll give you what happened during that day. It was, um, and I'm not a workout type dude. I haven't worked out in months. I started and I just, eh, I gotta get the motivation back, but I'll, I'll find it one day. But anyway. So for the, my my workout heads out there, look, I'm gonna explain it. Y'all probably know the name of it. I don't. I'm not gonna look it up. But it was the it's an exercise where you have to have your back towards the wall and you're like sitting, but you're like you're squatting. You're not sitting on something, and then you got a big ass weight on your like on your on your thighs, and you got to hold for like a few seconds. I don't even remember what the count was, but I know that song was in the background and I don't know if it was on purpose, but I felt like I was really slipping and falling and couldn't get up. Like for real, that was, it was perfect for that moment. But, and I probably added it to a workout playlist afterwards because I'm like, yeah, that's a good one. That's something I should really start listening to more. Um, also the backstage, uh, documentary when they had the hard knock life tour with, uh, with him Met the man, Red Man, Ja Rule, uh, I know Memphis Bleak, 
Beanie Siegel and then also Jay-Z being the headliner. But X was also like the big headliner as well. That's a tour I wish I would have been able to go to. If I can only imagine if I was born at an earlier time than what I was, that would have been a dope concert to go to. And I, I actually didn't get to see that movie till last year because... They put it on title. It only was on title for like maybe a couple of days because maybe it was copyright issues. Maybe it was um, uh, we call it um, maybe it wasn't published, published. No, it's not the word I'm looking for, but I'll just I'll go ahead and say that not to just kind of hurt my head here. But, man, I'm surprised I took it was it took me that long to see the DVD. I wish I would have got to. But. Man, that was just a cool one. And I always wanted to know about the infamous. And I I don't know if it was that tour, if it was just on some other shit. But I want to know about that infamous Jay-Z and DMX rap battle. Because I know every time I hear this story, from one side that was rocking with X said X1. When people on the other side were rocking with J said J1. I just need to know. I know somebody can really break it down. I need an impartial person to, to break that down. Uh, also, my man uh, my man was going to fight George Zimmerman. I vaguely remember that. And uh, it was going to be for like charity. And I don't believe the fight happened because somebody backed out. I couldn't tell you who. But I remember when DMX said he was going to take a piss on him. That was crazy. That was crazy. But one thing I want to highlight the most, and it was the most recent one, was the versus battle. We got to understand that was dope from, uh, you know, Timberland and Swiss to bring X into doing one. I remember people really was trying to get X the fuck out of here. People were saying that he w- it was not going to be a close battle. People had it 17-3, 18-2, 19-1. I was like, it's going to be closer than you think. Because X got records. X got records. He may not have the long, the long, discography as much as Snoop, but X got records. And, man, that was a fun one. I know we just had the Earth, Wind & Fire and the Osley Brothers one. But y'all got to understand, for me being a, a lover of hip-hop, that was one of my favorite ones. I definitely said that was top five. For real, if it wasn't, if it's not the one, but that was definitely top five. And they were fun. They was cool together. Even the very first, like before the the actual verses got started, just that little thing with Snoop was eating some Cane's uh, chicken fingers and asked X if he wanted some. He's like, nah, I got this Kool-Aid. I'm, I'm sorry. Nah, I got this Kool-Aid, but uh, I got some now later. And Snoop was like, you got some now later? Let me get one. He was like, here you go. My nigga, it was just for some reason that was so funny to me, and I just only reason why because I, I forgot about that part, and then maybe I, when I heard it the first time, it wasn't that big deal. But they had the whole album on um on Apple Music, and so I just listened to the whole thing, and I was listening to it a lot last week, and I'm like, damn, and it's just in my mind, this is before you even know what event may happen. I was just happy that we was able to give X his flowers while he was so loud by doing that versus, and how I scored it. I had a night. Um, I had it a eleven nine, really twelve nine. Cause I, for some reason I had twenty one songs, but maybe they did. I don't know if they did the extra one. I totally forgot. But I had Snoop winning. But that second round from from DMX, especially because I didn't give a fuck what um what Snoop was gonna play when the round with Slipping came on. Slipping was going to win that round automatically for me because that was gonna be the best song from both both parties. But rest in peace to Earl Earl Simmons. 
you know, prayers for your family, everyone, your close ones. Thank you for just being you, being the voice that to a lot of people. And, um, you know, you always remain 100. And so rest in peace to you, brother. Okay, y'all. So it's a that was a little different, you know, because I had no. I really wish that I had to do like a big rest in peace, although, you know, it should be done. But at the same time, you know, so early in the podcast, you really just don't want to have to do a rest in peace um, to anyone. But uh, how I originally was going to start the show was this. Well, first off, let me give credit to my other podcast, the one with my lovely wife, Charisma, Random Convos from the Couch podcast. And if you did not listen to last week's episode, this is a part of the show that you got to miss. And most likely, you should listen to the whole show. During his workday, he would keep the sealed bags of cash while altering the deposit documents, um, changing how much currency he actually handled. Um, And they said he was arrested earlier this week. Um, After his employer complained, Upon discovering his actions, they said the man had reportedly bought five new 2021 vehicles. Wait, five of them? Yeah. And gave them to his family members between December and now Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas, my nigga. Um, (laughs) 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 All right, y'all. Remember, every Saturday. Random Convos from the Couch Podcast. Uh, but hey, so let's get to what we were going to get to. I don't know if this is going to be polarizing or what. So I was on Twitter this week and I had I saw a video of this girl and she uh, was talking about how she was, uh, you know, doing her homework while she was in like, I don't know, the school library at her college or, you know, maybe a study hall or something. And she had saw this uh, this this athletic, fine looking black dude and she's black herself. And she was saying how. You know, he looks really good. I would like to talk to him. I will I will even want him to come over here to talk to me. But he probably don't be thinking about black girls. He probably don't even date over there. And it made me think to myself, like, damn, you know, me growing up in Edmond, Oklahoma, which is pretty much like a suburb to Oklahoma City, if no one lives in Oklahoma, about how in the fact that a lot of black athletic types or was really good looking dudes pause from from a woman's standpoint you know how they can be the type that would date outside of their race and i could tell you as a black man um they're not far off from that assumption that was a pretty big deal you know when you have a a, a whole a school full of different races you know you're bound to date outside of your race i remember i was a shy kid growing up i was scared of rejection it was a lot of girls i wanted to shoot my shot with a lot of them but then also i looked at the the guys that they previously had dated and i was nowhere near that my personality is different Matter of fact, listen to episode one of Random Convos from the Couch Podcast. The one with me and Charisma, I had asked her, like, what was your first impression of me? And I remember her mentioning something to the nature of, 
I dressed a certain way. I talked a certain way. I wasn't basically, I wasn't the same type of dude that she's used to seeing or a whole lot of girls were used to seeing when you grow up on a different side of town or whatever. And so and I'm, I'm used to being around a lot of white people. I went to rodeos when I was younger. My dad had uh did you know contract do contracts he was doing rodeos with a lot of people that were white you know we we did have black rodeos but that was just like every blue moon compared to how he does it today i used to watch wrestling i mean you could count on one hand how many black wrestlers that was going to be on the program that night to be honest with you right so i'm around it a lot so it's natural I do remember growing up, a lot of like family members would ask me, you know, like if I say I'm talking to a girl, one of the first questions is, what color is she? At that point, you are used to that. And so I actually never had a black girlfriend until I graduated um, high school, to be honest with you. Right before I uh, went to college, that was my first official black girlfriend. I, I had one girlfriend in college for like, and I say really for a cup of coffee. Like, it was real quick. It was, hey, this is great. You have a girlfriend. I don't even know if I even really described it as a girlfriend. It was, it, it was weird. But um, but she was Hispanic. I I don't know why, but I went and, it, and nothing against anyone that is Hispanic. It was just the whole fact that that is what I just I, I went to, and I and I think it may be because. I don't want to say I was intimidated by black women. I think it was just because I was afraid that if I did something deemed as wrong, because I remember a lot of them dating a whole lot of dudes. And if they fucked up in some type of way, the whole the whole class knew about it or a whole certain group of people knew about it. And, you know, niggas roast you. That's just how shit was. You just didn't want to be roasted. You wanted to be on your pen, your pins and needles the whole entire time. Now, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of, there was a lot of attractive white girls that I went to school with, but I think writing on the wall, you just didn't date them, right? A lot of those star athletes, that ones that was going to like big schools, was dating the white girls. I don't know if it was just like, you know, maybe they was just cool because that type of things, because we talking about athletes that wind up going to the pros and everything. Like, um... Old dude that went to uh, to OU, he was the one that w- that had a few of them back in the day. And then uh, the dude that wound up playing in the uh, in the NBA, it was he dated he dated some. I know that, but that's kind of how everything was. So at the same time, I mean, it it seemed normal to a certain point, but then again, it does suck that a lot of um, black women do see black men and was just like, man, you just don't look like somebody that just date a black woman. I do think this, this is my personal feeling. I do think that as you get older and you start being around maybe more black people or something, maybe you just, maybe something just natural. Cause a lot of things have to just click it. I, I do think that it's something that can grow over time. Maybe it could just be a phase. And it sucks because everything is normally a phase. And I, I'm i not 100% a big fan of that. But then again, I think you you realize when you're younger, you go through certain things. You go through life. That's kind of how shit was. So, um, 
I will say that a lot of our uh, our black kings are, you know, and, you know, they do have black love. Right. I can contest to that. I mean, you know, I and this one thing I did not like. I did not like when a whole lot of people to this day will, you know, know that I'm married and think that I'm married to a white woman. I don't know what I'm giving off to you. I don't know what you're expecting. I'm very professional no matter where I go. And I always want to be uh, a straightforward type dude. You know, I, uh, I just don't want people to just have to assume something without even knowing. Don't look at me like that. You know, on top of that, why, why does it matter? I don't have no problem with no interracial relationships. But at the same time, don't ever just think that just because I talk to you a certain way, I'm very professional, you know, because I didn't I don't like when like when people are like you, you talk white if you're being proper. That's some bullshit. It really is. But at the end of the day, I had to just get that off. It was, it was something that was just like, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with anything they're saying because they're telling the, the truth however i do think as you get older i do think it can change um how that goes it's just like i said i think it can be a phase but it is what it is all right y'all so y'all remember back in the day when we were always used to watch television shows and everyone had a favorite TV show, but you know what my favorite part of all television shows, no matter what show it was, it was the theme songs. The theme songs used to set the standard. It's like when you buy a new album, the intro track is gonna be that that song that that song is gonna set the the what you about to listen to, right? But in this case, watching. And on top of that. We always have this thing where we can just look back and you you may forget scenes. It's always going to be something you're going to remember, but maybe I can't do verbatim a scene, but you know a theme song, right? That used to be fun. I don't even think TV shows today, and I know they're a little different with streaming with you know, Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max if they're coming out with like new shows or something like that. You know what, what the lost art was? The theme song. That used to just be, uh, I, I, that's what I miss about being like in the late 90s and early 2000s and, and whatever. That's what I miss. Good TV shows, but great theme songs, okay? So, I want to highlight some, right? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, if I'm going to start off with one. Now, I didn't watch this show as much i've probably watched a few episodes it's one of those like as bad as this is gonna sound i may watch it just because ain't nothing great else on the show although you take me to that time when the show first came out i'm definitely watching it but let me see if y'all know this one we got if we're gonna do some theme songs let's get an og i'm not saying it's the first one but it's definitely an og Y'all remember the Jeffersons? Man, 
The Jeffersons was good. The Jeffersons was good. Like I said, it was a little bit before my time, but hey, it was classic. It was classic. All right. Okay. So how should I start this one? Well, although we go, we gonna start with uh, let's go with some uh, some Nickelodeon stuff. Okay. Now there were shows like Saturday Night Live and Living Color. But when you were a kid, you had actually I'ma just go ahead and play it. I ain't even gonna say what it is. Hold on. Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. Yo, that was one of my favorite ones. That's definitely one of my favorite ones, you know. So, especially when the, you know, everybody had like the certain dances, you know, like the whole slow motion. I, I'm not on YouTube, so you can't see what I'm doing right now. I'm looking like a stupid idiot right now, but whatever. You know what's another show I really liked when it came down to Nickelodeon? And I'm, I'm going to keep it all the way a buck. I did not know this was an actual song at first until I actually heard it years later. So when I hear the actual song, I fuck up the lyrics and put in the lyrics that I think it should be. Y'all should know what I'm talking about. Hold on. When 702 had did that, uh, the Stilo song, I, I'm telling y'all, when I listen to it now, I I can't help but think about Cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter was a cool little show. Uh, Bill Bellamy and all that. Um, I know Megan, I think, was Megan good on that show? Oh, I'm probably getting, um, I'm getting her, I'm getting her confused with, um, no, I think, I think Megan Good was on that show. What's old girl's name? I know her last name is Gomez. She's so fine. I just can't. I, I don't want to say Regina, but I could be right. Okay, moving on, moving on, moving on. Okay, so 
Now, that was Nickelodeon. We also have Disney Channel. Now, this was years later. And I'm mad because this theme was so good. And this was when I found out Beyonce had a sister. The Pride family. What? You and me will always be tied. Family every single day and night. Even when you start acting like a fool. You know I'm loving every single thing you do. I know that I can always be myself. Around you more than anybody else. And every day as I'm heading off to school. You know there's no one I love as much as you. Family. Yep. And then Tory Lane's stupid ass had to do what he did to Megan and, and it just ruined it. Cause he if I'm gonna keep it all the way a buck, he made a dope ass version on uh Chick's tape. I don't know if it was three or four, but he made a dope little version of it. But yo, I'm t i am I mean, yo, for real. The theme songs? Oh hold on, hold on. But if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go with it, if I'm gonna keep going, right? Let's be honest. UPN was like the mecca when it came down to shows, especially black shows, right? So, you know what else was a good one? Moesha? <laughs> Yo, every everyone knows that one. I had a post last year when uh, Moesha was happened to be on um, on Netflix. And it was people that agreed with me when I said this. And then some people thought I was bugging. I totally can understand both arguments. There was a theme song that was on UPN, in my opinion, that was better than Moesha. And you know, Moesha is definitely top five when it comes down to the theme songs. But there was one that I thought was like a upset. When I say upset, like this is pretend this is March Madness. Okay. If Moesha was the number one seed, this is the 16th seed, but the 16th seed wins. This is what I think. Sometimes at the start, you can feel all by yourself. But I have a partner, but I can't try no one else. So don't isolate yourself when there's nobody around. I'll be there to think and then, what aren't you like where you're One-on-one. That was one of my favorite themes. For real. Ah, You know, that show was great. I'm, I'm telling y'all, all the shows I'm playing right now is, is symbolic in a way. But one-on-one's theme was dope. Okay? For real. I don't even know how many I'm going to do. 
I, I feel like there's a lot of them that I, I can come up with. Everyone has. I mean, I know for UPN, you had uh, Sister Sisters. Was they UPN? I don't think they were UPN. I think they were WB. Maybe they were. I don't remember. They had a good theme. And I know that Smart Guy, they had a good theme. For real. Because I feel like I can't play all of them. Not saying I can't. I just, I don't want to go super long. Okay. Now, there to me only could be some champions, some undisputed champions when it comes down to these theme songs, right? So I'm going to come up with one that a lot of people know the theme. And when I say a lot of people, I mean everybody. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said, pressure it a dice in the mirror. If anything, I can say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it, yo, home to Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight And I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there To sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air Yo, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air I do remember one thing about how crazy this song is One time, I was in an IHOP And somebody started to sing the song in the whole restaurant at one point was 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 rapping the lyrics to that. That's when that's when Will nobody can talk to him about being him like being a, a bad rapper. Cause I mean this man can act. I mean Will is just he's iconic. That that just messed up my whole thing. <laughs> uh okay. Well here's the thing, here's the thing, for real. So, there's there's only one, and I don't care what nobody say. Out of every song I just played, if we're gonna talk about theme songs, we're gonna talk about the best. We're gonna talk about a song that everybody should know the lyrics to. And the only reason I don't talk about like talk during these records is because I don't want to be like that DJ back in the day where they used to spin the records and then all they wouldn't do is shut up and then you just trying to hear the music. Look, this one. I, I'm not even going to talk more. Y'all y'all should know which one I'm talking about. If you listening to this podcast, I hope you saying the Dean. Come on, let's be honest. That, that's the only answer. I don't care what nobody say. If you arguing with me about this, turn off my podcast. I'm telling you. But it was a lot of them. I, I had thought about doing this one, and I had so many other ones. I know I didn't play uh, EVE. How You Do That by uh, my Missy. 
for real, like, to this day, I'm still kind of dumbfounded for the fact that the show is called Eve. It stars Eve, but her name was Shelly on the show. And she didn't rap the whole theme song, which I'm not complaining because Missy did a great job. And I had talked about earlier in the podcast how I loved the episode with DMX when he was a tattoo artist. And that show is on HBO Max, y'all. When I found this out, oh my God, for real. I'm, I'm like, oh, that was great. That was great. All the shows I played, like theme songs, that was they were great shows. That was a missing art. All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and get to the last segment, my favorite segment of the show. This may be a long show today because I got a lot to talk about. But anyway, you already know what it is. Two, four, two, stay. Two, four, twos, these. One of my favorite parts of the show. I know we played a lot of theme songs, but if we do a two for Tuesday, we're going to play some more songs. I mean, this is the most I've probably done for like the whole time I've been on been doing my podcast, I should say. But we celebrating DMX, y'all. We celebrating DMX. And while we celebrating DMX, there's one person that we should also celebrate as well. That both of them when they worked together, it was always it was it was such a wonderful just feeling. Just I don't even know how to just describe it. It both of them together was just so great that it's just sad that we both don't have these two anymore and it's another thing that we don't have this song on streaming so it's song i was gonna want to play in one one moment for two for tuesday but you know what i'm gonna bring it to you because we're gonna celebrate we're gonna celebrate two people right here Aaliyah, dmx there we go okay, okay back no, in one piece easy. okay uh.
I might leave the heat behind in the streets I'm fine That's why niggas sleep till nine Out by ten Back by ten Sleep till nine Do it again If you love something Let it go If it comes back to you It's yours If it doesn't Fuck it You'll never know You got me I got you A dog with a dog Ride till we die It's all up in the song favorite ones i love that song i love that song for real all right one more and this one is one of my wife's favorites uh dma songs i know she has it in her phone but uh and it's 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 from the first album it's it's dark and hell is hot y'all should already know what i should go with Yeah. 
this chicken got me digging her moves Cause she smooth, win or lose Whoever she choose, it's the dues right. Respect is not expected, but it's given cause it's real uh. Being neglected is the norm, expected the deal Lie, cheat, and steal for me Put something in the nigga's wig if you squeal for me Kill for me, you still with me? Cause we get down like what? Told you from the door, it ain't all about a nut I'm gonna be fair, trying to be there? We gonna see that uh. Hit me with the question, who that answer gonna be yeah right. See that? great memories you gave us all right y'all episode four it's a wrap and even though i didn't mention this in the beginning of the two for tuesday segment i'll just go ahead and let everyone know this now so artists out there anybody know artists anybody that um wants to hear their music heard you know hit me up on the email access pod access pod i'm sorry access code pod at gmail.com and um you know we could play your music on i say we like I ain't the only one here right now. It is what it is. We as in the whole family, because if y'all listen to this, y'all family, regardless if you really are related to me or you just a good supporter of mine or just a friend, it don't matter. Everybody. I told y'all one of these days I'm gonna come up with a name for y'all and I just I haven't came up with anything yet, but for real. Uh also because I have not really plugged my socials like that. So at, at access code pod, you know, just hit me up Instagram, Twitter. I'll put the information in the description below and all that but um until next time y'all uh be safe out there and i love you that's about it so see you next week